to Fusion Cooking, the podcast, a show that explores the world around us through food, history, stories, and cookbooks. I am your host, Tina Lindquist. Thank you for downloading this week's podcast. You can go to my website at fusioncraftiness.com for world-inspired cuisine and recipes for the home cook. Explore, learn, eat. Today's show, we virtually visit Thailand. We will dive into Penang curry, which is not just another red curry. You can come along with me in my kitchen as I cook my shortcut version of Thai curry using Penang curry paste. Also, we will highlight a new Thai-ish cookbook and finally shine a light on a dynamic nonprofit you probably never heard about, helping youth in underserved communities. Welcome to the show. Penang curry paste is a punchy and zesty blend of red chilies, makrut lime zest, galangal, spices, garlic, shallots, shrimp paste, and roasted peanuts. Penang curry paste has less heat and is sweeter than the other curry pastes. It is common to cook the paste with strips of meat and often beef or chicken, but sometimes vegetables or tofu are used for a vegetarian-friendly option. Then it is simmered with coconut cream, palm sugar, fish sauce, and makrut lime leaves to create a rich curry. It might be lesser known than the Thai red or green curries, but it deserves just as much respect. I have a kitchen hack where I make Thai curry the same way every time and just swap out the protein and veggies, and I almost always use canned Thai curry paste. This is my weeknight version of Thai curry because it's easy and fast, maybe not exactly authentic, but it works for us. Come along with me to my kitchen. So I'm making an easy Thai curry. So I started off with about two cups of diced onions and I'm frying them up in a pan in a stock pot with some ghee. I diced up about two and a half cups of um, red potatoes. You can use any potato. I actually cubed them, I didn't dice them. I'm going to go ahead and throw them into the pot with the onions. Idaho potatoes are starchier and softer so as they cook up they will thicken the uh, curry broth more than the red potatoes. The red potatoes tend to hold their shape more so you can use whatever potatoes you have it just will change the texture a little bit of your curry. Okay those potatoes have cooked for about five minutes. Let me give it another stir and now I'm going to add the curry paste 
This is a four ounce can of Penang curry paste. It's the red one. When I go to the um, Asian market, one of the things I stock up on are canned curry paste. Gonna heat up that paste. It's turning everything red. It looks and smells amazing. So all I'm doing now is just blooming the curry paste to develop those flavors in the oil. I actually use ghee, but you can use oil. Just stirring almost constantly so it doesn't burn. Okay, now I'm going to add about four cups of broth. I'm using chicken broth. You can use whatever broth you have. I used broth in this example of Penang, you could skip it all together and just use the coconut cream for a more intense, authentic experience. Okay, that stopped the frying of the spices so that they don't burn. I'm gonna put in the meat now. This is about a pound and a half to pound three quarters of thinly sliced beef. If you shop at an Asian market and sometimes at a, a Latino market, you can get thinly sliced beef, no problem. At a rigged um, mainstream supermarket, um, I like to take a, a roast up to the butcher counter and ask them to thinly slice it. They'll do it. It's a shortcut. Saves you a lot of work in the kitchen. really good okay so I'm going to add my coconut milk one can of full-fat coconut milk not only does it add flavor it helps temper the heat of the spices in the in the curry paste you can make this vegetarian you don't have to use meat I've never made a ve vegetarian version before this might be a good one for TVP and then you can also use legumes okay and let that simmer for about 45 minutes. While that's simmering, I'm going to go ahead and make my rice. After the curry has simmered for 30 to 60 minutes with the lid on, serve over hot bowls of rice. The type of rice you use is a personal preference. Long grain white rice, such as basmati, is popular. The grains are not as sticky as shorter grain rice and hold their individual shape better. This is a great choice for a thin soup that you don't want to thicken. My personal preference is for a stickier and starchier medium or even short grain rice. The starchiness of the rice causes the grains to stick together which is key for my chopstick success. I could always use a spoon, and I often do, but I find that long grain rice and forks or chopsticks don't always make good friends. Finally, garnish your tasty curry with your favorite garnishes such as cilantro, scallions, chopped peanuts, sesame oil, or chili oil. Our cookbook spotlight is on a brand new cookbook just released, The Pepper Thai Cookbook by Pepper Teigen. An excerpt from bookshop.org reads, 
Whether she's frying up a batch of her crispy, garlicky wings for John's football Sundays or making Chrissy her favorite afternoon snack, instant ramen noodles with ground pork, cabbage, scallions, and cilantro, Pepper Teigen loves feeding her famously fabulous family. Through these 80 recipes, Pepper teaches you how to make all of her hits. You'll find playful twists on Thai classics such as fried chicken lob, which is all crunch with lots of lime, chili, and fish sauce, and also pad thai brussels sprouts, which brings the fun tastes and textures of pad thai to a healthy sheet of pan-roasted vegetables. And there are the traditional dishes Pepper grew up with, like cow tod, crispy rice salad, and thom zap hot and sour soup. Pepper shares stories about her life too, such as how she used to sell sweet, savory, kanong prok, coconut, and corn pancakes to commuters when she was just 10 years old in Thailand. Now she makes them with her granddaughter Luna as a treat. And how once she moved to the United States, she would cobble together tastes of home with ingredients she could find in her new homeland, like turning shredded cabbage and carrots into a mock papaya salad. Influenced by Thailand, California, and everywhere in between, Pepper's mouthwatering recipes and sharp sense of humor will satisfy anyone craving a taste of something sensational, whether that's a peek into America's most talked about family's kitchen or a rich and spicy spoonful of Masaman beef curry. You can find a link to this cookbook in the show notes. global pandemic, I often find myself feeling pessimistic and helpless. It seems as if the world takes one step forward and two steps back with this fight that has both united and divided on an international scale. To combat this negative paradigm, I have found it helpful to volunteer and serve others. I volunteer at my local food pantry and donate a portion of the proceeds from my website to both food pantries and also a dynamic organization that instills hope in underserved youth. Today, I shine a light on Careers Through Culinary Arts Program, also known as CCAP. An excerpt from its website states, Long co-chaired by Chef Marcus Samuelson, Careers Through Culinary Arts Program is a workforce development nonprofit that provides underserved teens a pathway to success. Annually, CCAP provides culinary job and life skills to over 15,000 middle and high school students in six regions across the United States, including New York City, Philadelphia, Chicago, Los Angeles, Washington, D.C., and Arizona, including seven Navajo reservation schools. Founder and Chairman Emeritus Richard Grousman launched this nonprofit in 1990 to help further food and social justice, as well as equity and inclusion by providing tools for job success. Starting in middle schools, we provide culinary and wellness curriculum, and in high schools also provide an integrated approach to employment in the food sector via internships, apprenticeships, job shadows, mentorship, and work opportunities, college and career advising, and higher education scholarships, along with product and food donations. The success of our alumni is proof of our methodology and the work we have done. To date, we have worked with 350,000 students and awarded $62 million in scholarships. CCAP has transformed thousands of lives in a meaningful way. The urgency to help these diverse communities has never been more critical. 
To learn more, visit ccapinc.org. That is ccapinc.org. That's it for today. To learn more about the website behind this podcast, visit fusioncraftiness.com where you can find world-inspired recipes for the home cook. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Fusion Craftiness and sign up for my newsletter for culinary inspiration and recipes. Thank you for listening. <music>